You can see his cock pressing hard against his jeans, almost fighting with the left pant leg mid-thigh. It's not like the jeans are super tight or have some kind of Euro cut. It's just how big his penis is. This man is me, St. James Street, James. And this is now the description I deserve. I survey the whorehouse slash bar through squinted eyes. Eyes so beautiful, butterflies masturbate after looking into them. Every whore in the entire place falls to her knees and prays toward me like I'm a Mayan god. I raise my hand, acknowledging them. Let me get a drink first, horse. Remember, sleeping with me is a privilege, not a right. So, I'll obviously be going by looks again today. If he doesn't make love to me right now, I'll fucking kill myself. One screams as she presses a knife forcefully into her neck. Grandma, stop it! You're acting fucking crazy! Her granddaughter says as she tackles her to the ground. Another whore races in and kicks the knife out of her hand as the grandma begins convulsing and speaking in tongues. <laughs> you give these whores an inch, they want the other seven. Unfazed, I walk up to the bar and take a seat. I drop my large burlap sack full of gold on the floor and groan heavily, letting everyone in the saloon know who the fuck I am. The weight of the gold causes several floorboards to break and a few whores faint. I yell out to the man behind the bar who is inches in front of my face. Quietly hand me an entire bottle of fucking whiskey and be discreet about it. An old Indian bartender in his fifties, Manuel, stares at me exasperated. You're going to have to pay for those double doors you broke first, St. James. I exhale in his face for 58 seconds straight without blinking just to prove a point. He doesn't blink once, and neither do I. This is our little game. He used to work on our farm and babysit me as a kid. We would play cowboys and Indians, except we weren't pretending. I consider him the closest thing I have to a friend in this town, but men never let that shit show back then. So instead... I reach into my burlap sack and pull out a large chunk of gold and drop it on top of the bar. Here you go, fuckface. Bottle me up. Without a hint of non, I shallantly slide my hand into my full-length elk-skin duster and whistle a show tune with pitch-perfect precision. I tap the exposed handle of my six-shooter, which is peeking out from my gun holster hip-high, and begin counting aloud how long it takes him to get me a drink in numerical Mississippis. Manuel shakes his head as he puts a bottle and a shot glass down in front of me. <laughs> I wave him off. I'm going to go ahead and grab the whole tit, so you can hold off on putting that training bra on, Manuel. He nods and removes the shot glass from the bar. I take a long swig and eye a couple of the whores. Subtlety does not ensue. Then I stick my entire tongue inside the bottle to make sure they know what I want. One whore blushes as she continues to jack off a random man underneath a table. <laughs> he gets caught up in my whole shit and tries to make eye contact with me. Even dudes want to be inside me. The only man who had the kind of sexual power I've had over the last century was George Washington Carver. Imagine smelling like a fresh bag of peanuts in every room you walked into. Carver knew it, utilized his strengths, and turned out more tricks than Chris Angel. He was a pimp like that. A buck-naked man suddenly walks through the hole left by the missing saloon doors wearing only his cowboy boots. He throws a horse saddle down on the ground. 
The goddamn grizzly ate all my clothes off. Can I get a ride to New Mexico to get my other pair of pants? In record time, I unholster my gun and shoot him in the chest. His body goes flying out of the saloon with his dick and balls slamming back against his abdomen. It happens so quickly that it ends up being a double tap. It's not like I'm staring hard. I just have the hearing of a dolphin. That double tap sound is so distinct. Jesus, St. James, you just shot New Mexico Mike. That motherfucker comes in here like that once a week and I'm sick of it. It's casual Friday, he says solemnly as he cleans a glass. Is it? Sorry, Manny, I always forget.